Hi, my beautiful co-hostess with the mostest, Justine. Hi. We both had to do like a little shimmy when I said that. <laughs> I know. it's These these recordings are awkward. <laughs> what do you have over there? Is that wine? No, this is, I'm drinking a Diet Coke. Oh, I thought It's my you no just... alcohol week till <laughs> the weekend. I thought you drinking wine out of a giant cup with a straw. <laughs> no, when I drink wine, I need it in a wine glass like unless I'm in like drunk in a hotel room or something and I always prefer a wine glass with a stem like Ramona Singer says the stem just makes it taste better you're so fancy um (laughs) (laughs) what was I just gonna ask you my brain just died on me I swear this has been the craziest week but um I don't know. I have so much that I want to talk about. I'm so freaking stoked for tonight. I cannot even like handle myself right now. Okay. So speaking of tonight, this is what I want to talk about. And if you remember what you were going to say, then just interrupt me. But Andy Cohen on his radio show today said that Tom Sandoval during the reunion tonight, guys, it's Wednesday before the reunion airs when we're recording this. So tomorrow we'll be back talking about what actually happens, of course. On Patreon, baby. But um, Andy said that Tom Sandoval said something so bad that every single woman in the world is going to be mad at him. It's something that a straight man should never say to a woman at all. And I don't know. You have a theory. We we're talking a little bit off mic before we started. You have a theory. I My theory is different than yours. Like, what do you think this is? Okay, so if he's saying that every woman is going to be so upset by this, I 1000% think that he's going to say something basically saying that she let herself go or she didn't take care of herself which does not make any fucking sense like she's gorgeous it doesn't make sense at all I think it's going to be something about like letting herself go or gaining weight or something like that and not being put together and that that's why he started looking elsewhere or something I think it's going to be something that has to do with her looks and blaming it on her as to why he had to go look for something else what do you think I mean, I don't think that's it at all because Ariana like works out and she looks amazing. And, I know that's it. It doesn't make sense I, at all. I personally think Ariana's so much hotter than Raquel. I don't. I don't see the Raquel thing. But anyways, I think it's something to do with her stance on like not wanting kids and not wanting to get married. Like maybe a woman's useless if they're not going to have kids or something like that. Ooh. Um, maybe something, maybe like uh, the uh, an abortion stance might get brought into that. Not that that's ever been a, a subject on the show, really, besides okay. Jack's the Jack's thing in season one. But yeah, uh, I'm thinking something to do with that because Ariana was always very much like, "Ew, kids are gross. Marriage is weird. I don't want that." And Tom would always like joke, like, "Oh, I'll make you get there with me someday." So. Well, maybe they legitimately looked into having kids and she physically couldn't. And maybe he kind of. Well, she froze her eggs. I know, but that's true. But that also doesn't mean Mm -hmm. anything. Like just because you freeze. Maybe they weren't good. I mean, I don't even think that they because didn't she like want to get them fertilized and then he had to go to the sperm doctor. (laughs) Like, remember, he and it was on the season. He, like, walked in and he's like, what are my jizz res- <laughs> He's such a fucking idiot. 
I don't Anyways, know. I'm just dying to. I'm act, nervous. Like, I'm nervous to nervous. see what he says because if it's if it's something that bad. Well, that's because you're a have, Sandoval head. So I know. I'm gonna have nervous. to eat shit more yeah. than I already have. I know. Well, and you know, I mean, I'm already a little bit upset with you because Amanda and I are going to be playing bingo tonight. Uh, Scandival bingo. Not my thing, babe. <laughs> and just seems like I'm not touching my phone this whole thing, this whole time. I'm like, fine. So we're having our own little chat separate from you. But I wish you would take part. It's going to be a good time. I don't like but. to look at my phone when I watch TV because I just don't know like too I need much. To talk about it. I don't want to go on Reddit. Like I don't want to do any. I don't. I don't do any of that stuff until after we record. Because I know if I read a really good point from someone on the internet, then I'll just want to steal it. And I like to have yeah. my own like genuine, authentic thoughts, even if sometimes those are controversial. And, and then sometimes like I'll intentional. like intentional. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll like read someone's argument on Reddit or on Twitter or something like after we record. And then I'll be like, oh, fuck. Well, I didn't think of that. Now I feel like a fucking asshole. But I like to have my own authentic thoughts. Yeah, I totally agree. I was listening to one of the 90-day recaps earlier, and um, and I started to think, oh, I need to shut this off so I don't start to get ideas from them before we yeah. record our podcast talking about our stuff. Because again, yeah, you don't even think about it, and it gets in your head, and you might repeat it. It's kind of like how comedians get all pissed off when someone has a similar joke to them, and it just doesn't even occur to them that two people can have similar similar thoughts in the entire world. But like, that would be my worst nightmare is if I accidentally repeated someone and they were like, and somebody was like, oh my God, all they do is steal from whatever podcast. Oh my God. Yes, I know. We don't want to Amy <laughs> Schumer anyone over here. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. Um, I was going to tell you... My brain is so pro okay. I'm convinced that I have ADHD. I've done little the little tests online. I'm acing them, you know, like I'm getting like all the answers right <laughs> for this ADHD test. Um, I do not want to take medication, and I know that people take medication and it completely helps them, but I'm on this kick. We kind of discussed it on Patreon recently about how I don't want to take my birth control anymore. I don't want to take my depression medication anymore. I want to come down off of that stuff, but I swear my brain just does not work properly because every, I try to think of things all this. I'm like, it's on the tip of my tongue, something I want to say to you. And then it's just gone. It's gone. It's completely gone. That happens to I everyone got, though. I got lost on a trail at lunch today. <laughs> I've been going for a walk. I go in like parking at the trailhead and going for a walk on my lunch break and it was like a 5k loop where you you do two loops and that's a 5k and I was like perfect I have time to do one loop that's going to be nice for my lunch break and so I got like halfway through it I got distracted by another trail and then I was lost and I had to tell my coworker that I was going to be a little bit late because I was lost on a trail oh oh my god see <laughs> and my brain works the opposite of that where it's Ugh. like I am so like, if I need to be somewhere on time, like I would be leaving to go back like 20 minutes before I had to be mm. like, no, 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 I have to be back. There's no way I could go down that extra trail. Like I need to do that when I have nothing else to do. Like, 
anxiety. I didn't think about it. I did not think about it because I was just like, oh, this, I think this will hook there. It will like connect in this place. But yeah, I do. Like I set a timer. So like if I have, if I have, you know, 40 minutes available of my lunch break, I'll set a timer for like 15 minutes and then that 15 minutes hits and I hit the timer again and then go back and then I have like an extra 10 minutes. But yeah, no, I just got distracted. I was like, oh, that sounds like a nice trail name. And I wandered off. And again, I'm like five minutes from work. I'm not in the middle of nowhere. I can see the houses that I parked next to. I just could not figure out how to get over there. So, you know, that's just so my brain. You were basically working. like in the Blair Witch Project. Like there's no way out. I it swear to God, so this funny. is how I came, but that's that way's gone now. It's so funny that you said that because I sent like a team's chat to my coworker saying like, hey, I might be a little bit late. I'm lost on a trail. <laughs> and she's like, okay, let me know if I need to send out a search party for you. And then I sent her a gif from Blair Witch of like when they're holding the camera close to their face. I'm like, I'm so scared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's I sent her that because that's how I felt. I was like, I'm lost. Hopefully I will come back at some point. Oh but, my God. So next time, instead of like parking in a neighborhood that has like a trail entrance, I'm actually going to park at the trailhead and not get one and not wander off. Good idea. Or set yeah. an alarm or something. <laughs> I usually, I do set alarms, but I wasn't on my normal trail that I was going on. So that's why I got lost. Um, I did not, I didn't discuss this with you earlier, but I have a bitch fit that just came to my mind with like three minutes before we started recording. So if you have one, cool. If not, that's fine. But I have a bitch fit. So I was on Facebook and I joined this new Facebook group called Bad Moms of, and then the city name. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, let's see. I, I identify as a bad mom. So let's see. So I'm in there and somebody posted, you know, hey, my 12 year old wants to go to this festival, city name festival. Now, it's a yearly fair, basically. They'll actually even have like, like actual country singers come perform. It's like a three night weekend fair. It's insanely busy. So I've never actually been to it because I'm too impatient. I'm too impatient for the crowds, the lines. It just sounds awful to me. Um, but I know it's on Main Street. They shut down that whole street. There's like thousands of people that go there. And so their 12-year-old wanted to go with friends for one of the, the nights that it was open. I mean, how many times did we do that as kids? Didn't you go with your friends to the fair and stuff like that? Like, like, oh, this is the bad mom's group. Everybody's going to be like cool and laid back. And like, yeah, if your friend, if your kids go with friends, I'm sure they'll be fine. Let them, let them go have fun. Blah, blah, blah. No, I probably looked at 25 different comments out of a hundred and five of them mentioned human trafficking. What the fuck are you guys talking about? Oh my God, human trafficking is such a big deal. Human trafficking happens all the time. What is wrong with these like middle-aged mothers who are just convinced that little Sue Ann is just going to be fucking sold into human sex trafficking in Thailand? Like, what are you talking about? Are you insane? They're thinking that somebody is going to come child traffic their teenager right off of main street 
with thousands of witnesses around them. So this isn't a bad mom's group. This is a like every mom's uh, group. I, I should I let my kid go to this event group? I, this was just a question that they had posted, but it's like, and I'm thinking, okay, my answer would be 12 years old, going with a group of friends, has a cell phone, turn on your location sharing, and go have a good time. And they're convinced that their child's just going to be scooped right off the street in the midst of a thousand street, like people walking around on Main Street and sold into child trafficking. I mean, it's the same as anything. It's like people who, um, you know, when they go to like Mexico or Jamaica or something like that, yeah. and they and they're very scared to leave the resort because they think like there's going to be this huge violent thing that goes down the second someone yeah. sees a tourist, um, or like me who doesn't like going to Walmart when I'm in the U.S. because I think a shooter is going to come. <laughs> it's just it's it's fears that we have. Right. So I don't know. I don't it's I don't crazy. have kids and I'm trying to think like it was obviously like things things were different when we were kids, though, you know, but I don't know if they really were. I think that maybe we just heard less about it. I don't know. That's it's actually that's the safe thing, for too, now. it's safer you... now. Think about that. We have cell phones. We have GPS. We have location tracking. We have you know, forensic testing. We have so much stuff yeah. that they that we didn't have back then when we were just running around town. It's way safer now than it ever has been, ever. You know? Yeah, that's true. But I, I think the thing that irks me the most is it reminds me of, I mean, probably a couple of years ago, I was constantly seeing these posts on like Facebook. Like, I was in the middle of Target today and there was a man looking at me on aisle three. And then I went to the next aisle and then he went to the next aisle. And then when I left the store, he left the store 30 seconds later and he was parked only two aisles away from me. And I'm convinced that he was going to kidnap me. Like, bitch, nobody wants to kidnap you. Give me a fucking break. Do you remember seeing those posts on Facebook a lot? Maybe it was just in the US that we were seeing it. It was like, nobody fucking wants you at Target on Tuesday <laughs> at 2 p.m. Are you kidding me? Give me a too, break. Too much cell phones, media. Too much true Netflix, crime, guys. Podcasts, Lay off the true crime. All that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's my bitch fit. It's just annoying and it's stupid. And like, let your kids have fun. Jesus Christ. No yeah. Have to watch on their. Office. I mean, the shit that I did when I was a kid, like, I have, mm -hmm. I have no means to talk. Like, yeah. Wild Somebody shit. commented that they remembered when they were a teenager, they went to that same festival and they drank purple, so too much purple passion. Never heard of that before. Do you know what that is? No. It sounds like it'd be like a scissor or something because it's like purple. I don't know. That's a wee called scissor, but I've never had that before. But they were like, I remember drinking too much purple passion and throwing up on a ride. And they're like, that's what I was doing. But I, I don't know. I'm just like, let your kid go have fun. Jesus Christ. It's funny because in my neighborhood uh, on Saturday night at like 10 p.m. until like six in the morning or something, they had a like, I don't know what the hell they were doing, but they had to shut off the power in like the whole neighborhood and like notices about this had been going out for weeks and weeks. So everyone mm. in the neighborhood knew. Right. 
and it was a nice night so we were just like sitting outside having some drinks we're like oh let's like watch the power go out you know whatever mm-hmm. and it seemed like everyone else in the neighborhood was doing that too and there's like this massive dirt pile because they're building a school so I'm so fucking excited to get out of here before that happens <laughs> but yeah. there was like all these teenagers like on top of this massive dirt pile they're like no it's gonna happen any minute now and they're like yelling and we were just pissing our pants laughing and I'm like so I'm like that's something that like I totally would have done as a kid and like would have been drinking like whatever um it's just it's just funny I'm like man like you're a kid you're like amused by the dumbest shit Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I it's fun. Kind of That's the joy yeah. of being young. It's like young and wild and free, right? Like, <laughs> so I mean, much fun. I was definitely one of those kids, though, that like I could not wait to grow up. Like, I was like, I can't Me wait too. to be an adult and like go to bars and like yeah. do this and do this. And oh, absolutely. You know, I still do like love all, all that part about being an adult. But then the other part, it's like, okay, like you don't realize how good you actually like had it when you were a kid, yes. you know? Oh, man, I just look back. I, I feel a little bit bad for Alex because I went to high school in Tennessee. So we had Friday night football. Like it was legitimately like Friday night lights. You don't have that and, there. But it's not like it's popular. not as big, but like, like, I mean, going to in Tennessee, going to see like high school football games is like the town shuts down. Like it yeah. was so much fun. Um. And then, you know, like bonfires, going to bonfires, going to cabin parties in the middle of the woods, going to like, you know, camping in a dried up riverbed when you tell your mom you're at your friend's house and she tells her mom she's at your house. <laughs> like, I have all these amazing memories and experiences that I had that like my kid doesn't get to do that because it's not the same. We don't live in the country, we live in the city and it, just, those things just aren't accessible to you in the same way. So yeah, like, but for you God's get different sakes, things let your kid go city. to the freaking fair. Yeah. Anyways, that was my bitch bit. I don't even have any cool shit. I've had a really shitty week, so this is definitely can I, the... Uh... Can I talk about some uh, TV shows that I've been watching? Because I've been watching a lot. Okay, so speaking okay. of Friday Night Lights, I am obsessed with the show Love and Death, the miniseries about Candy, Montgomery, um, Elizabeth Olsen, and Jesse Plemons. So I watched okay. every episode except for the last one. So one more to go. Hopefully we'll get to that this week. Um, and there's a Friday Night Lights reunion in it because Jesse Plemons and then the guy who plays Buddy Garrity like randomly comes in like the third to last episode I and love has that. Like, a pretty big role. And I'm like, fucking Friday Night Lights reunion. Anyways, that is a phenomenal mini series, limited series, whatever you want to call it. There's eight episodes. For anyone, I highly recommend Elizabeth Olsen's performance is She's like fantastic. It's like my favorite performance this year. She is so fucking good in it. And it's 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 a it's a fucking incredible series. It's very good. So I know that we talked about the candy show a little bit before. Did you watch that series? No, candy but I am gonna watch when I after I finish the last episode eleven okay. death. I'm gonna start that. I- I didn't think it was fantastic. I thought it was okay. I feel like I had listened to a couple of podcasts about that story. So I kind of knew what had happened. And maybe that's why I didn't enjoy it as much. Um, but I actually would, I love Jesse Plemons and I do love Elizabeth Olsen. So I would be interested in watching that one. 
what, you would love what it. What streaming service did you say? It's from? HBO Max. Eight, oh, okay, perfect. You would love yeah. it. It is so good. And I listened to a podcast and they... Th- the host of the podcast said that she didn't watch the candy series, but she just like watched a few scenes to like compare the two shows a little bit. And she said that like Jessica Beale plays the character like completely different and it's just like a different vibe. So mm-hmm. um I'm I'm still gonna watch it after it. But um did you watch The Idol by any chance? That was no, the but... series premiere on Sunday night. Okay, no, but I saw something. I think it was maybe a photo on Instagram of the weekend. And who is Lily Rose Depp? Okay. I saw them together after a premiere or at the premiere or something. And the caption said something about how it was, you know, it was released with some controversy and all of that. And so I was like, oh shit, I got to watch that. That just came out this Sunday, the other day. Yeah. Sundays at night. How was it? So I loved it because it's like similar euphoria vibes, like visually stunning, super cool music. The one girl who's in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is in it. She's a main character. She plays. uh, So Lily Rose Depp plays a pop star named Jocelyn. And the Uh girl who plays Alice in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies plays her assistant. And they're like best friends and she's her assistant and she is great in it. Um. Dan Levy's in it. Hank Azaria's in it. Eli oh Roth is in it. It's like <gasps> insane cast. Eli Roth, what is he doing? He's he plays like the owner of Live Nation or something. Oh, like she has this massive team around her, and um, yeah, she's just like a pop star who re- just is like trying to have a comeback from like a mental breakdown era, okay. and um, so she meets the weekend's character in like a club and she invites him over to her house and listen like is the weekends acting the best no (laughs) um (laughs) but you know it's only the first episode so we'll see but Mm -hmm. but like 90 percent of the episode was taken place in like this pop star jocelyn's house and i found out after that it was it's the weekend's actual house that they filmed the show at, which is pretty cool and um, I, I don't know if you like know any K-pop musicians, but that group Not like really. Blackpink. Oh, I know um, them. Yeah. The one girl from Blackpink is in the show as well. She plays like her backup dancer. Okay. Um, so I don't know if you like the euphoria vibes of like a lot of nudity. Uh, I do. The visuals, the music, all that stuff. Then you'll like it. Okay. I'm going to watch it. I'm very excited about that. Because, you know, you had to, like, convince me to watch Euphoria, and then I was like, I'm fucking obsessed. Same with VPR. Like, you you got some good takes over there, I know. Everyone just (laughs) needs to listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. I watch a lot of TV. We should do a, just, like, actually, that would be so good if we did, like, a weekly segment that's just, like, you know, Justine's recommendations of what to watch. And you could just, like, blow through them in five minutes. That would be so much fun. The pressure would be on then. Oh Jeez. gosh, we um, do three a week. <laughs> okay, I have two more shows I want to talk about, but my last like recommendation, only seen the first two episodes because unfortunately they're only getting released weekly in Canada, but the Pete Davidson show Bup Kiss, I brought this up last week too. So I watched the second episode, even better than the first one. Most okay. of it was about 
uh, Pete Davidson, like seven years old Pete Davidson, and the casting that they did for the young version of him is yeah. like fucking unbelievable. It's so Is it good. a familiar actor or no? Because they're young. No, but he just looks like Pete Davidson, like has the same eyes and everything as him. It's oh, really wow. Weird. And in the second episode, he's a young kid going to his uncle's wedding right after his dad passed away in 9-11. Mm-hmm. And his uncle is played by, who's that actor from The Watcher, like Bobby Cannavale? I don't know how I you say his last name. I Oh, well, he plays his, good? yeah, he plays his uncle in it. Um, okay. And, and he, he's just fucking phenomenal in it. But yeah, I, if, if I had Peacock, I would obviously binge the entire fucking thing because the episodes are only 20 minutes long. But oh, um, okay. I highly recommend that. Maybe I'll watch that while I'm making dinner tonight. It's good. good. It's good. If um, you like if you like the Pete Davidson kind of comedy and Edie you know Falco's in it and she's great. Yeah. Um, what's The Watcher about? So The Watcher is listen, would I recommend you Was watch the, the show? show? No. Yes. I okay. I wish I never watched it. Okay. It was the biggest waste of time ever because... And it was, like, based on a true story. I feel like I've heard something about it. Yeah, it's, like, these people move into this house, like, move to, like, New Jersey from New York City or something, and they find this, like, massive, beautiful house, good deal, everything, so they move in, and then they start, like, getting these letters to their house, and it's, like, this person that's, like, watching them, and from their letters, they had, like, clearly been in the house... So through the whole show, you're like, you're kind of like, okay, it, it could be this person because of this, but it could be this person because of this. And then at the end, like, it doesn't even fucking reveal anything. It's like, everyone's the watcher. It was like, the stu- it was so stupid. And for some reason, it got a second season. Like, it's coming back for another season. That sounds awful. I will not waste my time watching it. I actually think I might get rid of Netflix, honestly. I don't even remember the last thing I, like, watched on it. I don't watch anything on Netflix, and the only reason that we have it is because Ryan watches Netflix, and I always, like, make fun of him and give him a hard time because every time he turns on Netflix, he's watching some awful TV show or movie that is, like, a COVID special like they made it on a a $15,000 budget. What the It's fuck? always so bad. So I always make fun of him cuz I'll come in, it'll either be the beginning and it'll be like Rainbow Bridge Productions presents and it's like what the fuck is this? I have so <laughs> many questions. Never, never heard of that in my life, but it's always like random actors you've never seen before, a name of a movie you've never heard of before production companies and directors that are like out of the blue and I'll be like how many stars does this have and he's like he won't See, sometimes like, what is it like one and a half one sometimes and a half I like those types of movies though <laughs> like my teacher my obsession that movie was fucking fantastic that was that the never mind I was just gonna ask you if that was the octopus documentary but I don't think that's what it is no it was like a low budget movie about this girl who like has sex with her teacher or something and then like becomes obsessed with him like like lifetime style movies, is that a lifetime you know? movie or is it just i don't similar? it's not lifetime it's just like a low budget movie that my was on teacher Netflix. i'm writing that down <laughs> there's a bunch of like stupid little movies like that it's so funny me and like 
when when I used to work at the club, like me and the girls from the club would like tell each other about these stupid Netflix movies like that. But anyways, never watch Netflix. Might mm-hmm. get rid of it. I don't know anything yeah. that's like it's worth keeping for. I wish I could get rid of it. There's nothing I watch on Netflix. Yeah. Except it's... for you. But even the, I wasn't even thrilled about the last season. I can't bring myself to finish it. Mm-mm. Like I, I have like I two episodes it, but... left and I'm just like, I just don't care. It's not great. Yeah. I mean, the first season is some of the best television I've ever seen in my life. And oh, the second. And, and Cruel Summer came out. So I'm going to need you to watch that. Now, the good thing about Cruel Summer is that um, now that's a Hulu. So that what's that? Hey, you or well, something for you? Well, the the thing is, I can get the first season, but I have to pay for it. And they want like okay. $4 an episode. Because I was actually going to do it because I thought it was like the 99 cents an episode. I'm like, I'll just buy the season. And it was like $3.50 an episode or something like that. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to do that, babe. You can probably just like find it it illegally. You watch illegal stuff all the time. (laughs) I know. I know. It is good. But the thing about season two is it's kind of like a Ryan Murphy type of thing, anthology, where it's going to be a completely different cast and a completely different story. So if you want to just pick up season two right now and start watching that, that's perfectly fine. What's the gist of it? It's a, it's, isn't it like a pretty little liars type of situation where like like a a friend secretive someone dies and it's like who did it type of thing yeah for the second season the first season didn't have well the first season was just a like a mystery of this girl that disappeared and then you've it's so good I love it it's it is probably like a cheesy freeform ABC family CW type thing but I love that stuff so hey one of my all-time favorite series switched at birth on ABC family I have never watched that (laughs) it sounds terrible Oh, looking back, I'm like, why did I like this show so much? But I have like so many like insides from it. It's 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 a good show. Do you um, remember Austin when Butler the secret... was in it? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Do you remember when The Secret Life of the American Teenager came out? And Loved it was so controversial. It was so controversial. It's like oh, teenage pregnancy. Oh my god. Yeah. Did that that came out before Teen Mom, right? Uh or after around the same time i wonder if that's where mtv got the idea from i feel like that was around the same time that was an abc family production i like the first couple seasons i did watch that i and i love shailene woodley i think that she's probably incredibly obnoxious in real life because she's like a super woo woo type of person Mm -hmm. um and i probably wouldn't like her in real life but i'm kind of obsessed with her anything she's in i love yeah She's good. And that show yeah. was fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> the Francia, I don't know how to say her name. I'm going to butcher it. Um, The girl, Selena Gomez's ex-best friend who like gave her her kidney or whatever. Her she's kidney? in it. She's, she, she was, was like my, actress. she was like my favorite part in that show. I didn't know she was an actress. She was like the bitch girl in that show. And then oh. she got pregnant by that guy who was Shailene Woodley's boyfriend like not her baby daddy but the guy that she Mm. was dating like she got pregnant by that guy and then they were gonna like have the baby and then the baby like died when she was giving birth and then the down syndrome kid like 
told everyone he was like the first person to like tell everyone and then there was this like insane montage of her like getting out of the hospital and like destroying the nursery because she was so angry and the song that they played was rolling in the deep by Adele like ew not quite the right song for that (laughs) but yeah (laughs) I remember like everything about that show I I remember thinking like Shailene Woodley's character was such a bitch to her baby daddy who seemed like the sweetest guy on the planet right like was that his character he was like a really sweet guy the dialogue and she didn't want to in be that show him. was insane it almost it almost seems a little bit like Degrassi is it Degrassi or Degrassi how do you say Degrassi Degrassi is it kind of a similar vibe kind of like a little bit cheesy Degrassi's Degrassi's really intense like some of the storylines are very very intense Um, I say this all the time I need to get into it and it's yes you do you do for Mm -hmm. sure and it's some of the stuff is really cheesy that it's like what the hell but um but secret life of American teenager is like camp like to me that's not even serious it's like 7-Eleven or 7-Eleven, 7th Heaven for our generation. Yes. For that next generation. It is. It's very 7th Heaven vibes. Yeah. Like Secret Life of American Teenager would be a great rewatch podcast to do. It's a thought. As if we don't have enough going on. It's a lot. <laughs> um, okay, so I watched that Stars on Mars show as well. Oh, that came out already? Okay. And what are your yeah. initial thoughts? Okay, so it's it's a it's a Fox show. It's a really weird concept. Obviously, I only watched it because of the cast. Like the cast is fucking insane. And the only person who I didn't know who they were was there was like some figure skater guy. I had no okay. idea who he was. Was it Adam Rippon? Yes. He is so fucking funny. The yes. only reason that I know who he is is because he had this like viral video go crazy. That I don't even remember what he said, but I remember he was so funny. And then he was on um, the Lady Gang TV show when they had their show. And I just remember thinking he was so hilarious. So that's the only reason I know who he is. Not because wow. of his talent or his figure skating or anything. But is, is was he funny on the show? Yeah, he was good. Okay. Okay, um, I love it. So Christopher Mintz, Pees, Mintz Plaz, I don't know how to say his name. McLovin. How is he aging? He looks the exact same. So he comes on and, you know, he's doing his like talking head because in their talking heads, they have to say like what they're most known for whatever. Right. Right. So he's like, I'm he's like, I'm probably most known for this character that I played 16 years ago named McLovin. He's like, I still get he's like, I still get that shit screamed at me every day of my life. And it's funny because he filmed a movie in my hometown, Hamilton, uh, Kick-Ass. He filmed that movie there. I love that movie. It was filmed at winston churchill the school and his trailer was outside and i guess all the kids like as soon as he stepped out were just like screaming mclovin at him and he got so pissed off and he's like don't fucking call me that like went back in his trailer shut Um, the fuck up but so i believe him that he says he gets it screamed at every day of his life but this was the the iconic movie with some of the most famous people that ever came up in your generation and uh people love you for it oh poor guy still gotta be annoying though so Um, what like be grateful that you have a legacy that's amazing 
oh, I, I think he's I, I wouldn't say he's ungrateful I would just say that it's still probably really annoying um but yeah. so Tom Schwartz goes up to him and he's like dude like super bad's one of my all-time favorite movies man like I love that movie whatever and then Tom Schwartz has a talking head where he's like yeah I'm not gonna call him McLovin just because he probably gets that all the time it's probably annoying and then all you see is Marshawn Lynch walk in and he's like yo McLovin and then Marshawn Lynch's (laughs) talking head was like I know him as McLovin so I'm gonna call him McLovin (laughs) well and what is uh McLovin gonna do like talk shit to him He's like, yeah, yeah, man, that's me. Exactly. It was just <laughs> such a hilarious moment. And uh, he was the first person to get voted off. Spoiler. Oh, they vote so. people off? Yeah. Okay. It was um, him, Tom Schwartz, and the Adam guy in the bottom three. And then- But how do they, are they doing competitions like in their, what? what is the whole concept? So it's like a Mars simulator. Like they're supposed to be okay. in space. So like they're in the like control room and then they like vote for someone to be like the, I don't know, like the commander thing or something. Mm-hmm. And then they have to like wear a headpiece and watch them on a monitor and like tell them what to do. And then they're in this like simulator and there's like things that explode and, you know, activities and tasks that like I guess you would game. have to do if you were on space. No, but yeah. they have to like physically do stuff while they're That's like cool. wearing these like space suits. Like, like Ronda Rousey said, she agreed to do it because it's the closest to space that she knows she'll ever get to go. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's stupid in that sense. But like I said, it's just it's a it's a good cast overall did you like it would you are you yeah. going to continue watching I it? think I'm gonna keep watching it I mean okay. at least till like Schwartz and like Portia go or something you yeah. know yeah I'll at least watch an episode we'll see what happens but I'm sure it's like super fun and I'm honestly still a little bit salty that Lance Bass isn't on that show he it's kind of I wonder if they asked him and if he like thought he was too good for it or they something. They had to have asked him, can you imagine? like he's the number one celebrity I would have thought of, right? That would have been number one on my list. Maybe he's just like, no, I got I'm better than that. I've been to actual space. Yeah. <laughs> so But he didn't go. Oh. Well, I almost went to actual space. He almost space. got to go. I can't remember why he didn't get to go, but something happened. Oh my god. Hilarious. He spent, okay, so this says he spent four months in rigorous training in Russia. Okay, so this is um says Lance Bass was kicked off a Russian space flight two decades ago. Now he's back. This is from this year in February. He came within about two weeks of going to space in 2002. He completed four months of rigorous training in Russia's Star City during the spring and summer of that year, learning Russian and passing several challenging pre-launch tests. The plan was to fly up to the International Space Station on a Russian spacecraft alongside two cosmonauts and spend about 10 days in orbit. This was not a well-trodden path, especially for the 23-year-old musician who would have been by far the youngest person to fly in space. By mid-2002, only two wealthy businessmen, Dennis Tito and Mark Shuttleworth, had ever taken privately paid trips to space. Since Bass could not independently finance the trip, he worked with Hollywood filmmakers as he trained a production team in Hollywood, attempted to line up about $20 million in promotional financing to pay for the trip, 
Ultimately, this would be the adventure's undoing. So it must have been a money issue. He couldn't, like, get enough money to go. So weird. That is so weird. I wonder if he still understands, like, if he still speaks Russian. That's interesting. I mean, where has he been? He has, um, I mean, you know, he's huge on TikTok. And he has a podcast called Frosted Tips. And oh, he right. You told me like, that before. Yeah, it's actually really good. I love it. I it's mean, a good podcast. I'm assuming he's talked about Scandaval. Yeah. Yeah. I, would I don't listen to it every to time. I usually says. just kind of scroll through and see who his guest is because, like, he's had people from O Town on. And, you know, if it's a, a boy band or somebody from the 90s that I loved, then I listen to it for sure. But I haven't listened to every episode. But I'm sure he's talked about that. My friend went to that 90s tour that I was telling you about with O Town and Ryan Cabrera and everything. And oh I guess it was Friday night. And she was sending me pictures of uh-huh. Ryan Cabrera. And she's like, do you still like him? It was so funny. Did uh, he look good? How's he aging? I guess he's, that's my question too. He's having a baby with Alexa Bliss. Who's that? She's a wrestler. Um, oh. they've been da- They've been dating for, well, they're married. They got married like last year and she okay. took time off. And then she like literally just came back and now she's pregnant eye roll oh she's so cute she's adorable he's he looks good with the beard he's got real tall hair i just hate how like he's a guitar douche like i just remember him on the hills and then on the hills um new beginnings like audrina invited him out and he like brought his guitar on the boat and i'm like oh my god nobody wants to hear you sing like i mean if it was if i was on the boat and it was ryan cabrera singing me like true on the boat of course i would love that but like to them he's just a normal person so they're like yeah guitar douche you know that's true yeah (laughs) he doesn't look i think he looks good with the beard i think she's super adorable so good for them she did a couple seasons of that show total divas okay that like the bella twins were on um she was like dating a different wrestler on it but yeah she was good on it is that just a reality show following their lives yeah 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 it's like i would say it's like housewives but they're wrestlers so it like shows their individual lives and shows them like backstage at wrestling and then they hang out and yell at each other like housewives yeah oh the first like few seasons were so good like john cena is so fucking funny on that show like oh yeah love him yeah be funny like i love that little meme of him dancing i'm like he seems like he would be funny He's hilarious. I love that they put that over Sandoval's a liar. He's Sandoval's a liar. (laughs) (laughs) I like the one. It's like me finding a LimeWire CD that I know damn well I ruined my parents' computer (laughs) trying to download the music. It's like real trap shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, Um, I mean, there were probably a lot of Trojans on my desktop back in the day. Jeez. On Saturday, I had a barbecue at my brother's house and we were all just like talking about like, you know, kids today will never know. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things we said, like, kids today will never know, like, dial up internet, like, 
turn off the computer i'm on the fucking phone phone, the phone and kicking you off Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. did you ever play like neopets or anything like that um i don't know neopets was like a uh like a digital pet but like you could you could pick it, it was like all random made up pets, almost like Pokemon, but different. And you could pick the pet and name it. You'd feed it. You'd play games, design the color, the pattern. So much fun. I don't think I did that, but I had a Tamagotchi. Yep. Yep. Had one of those. It died all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I forget to take care of it. Yep. Um. And then also, you know, what would be interesting. It would be so interesting to access the internet from an old school computer like that on dial up. Maybe I'm sure there's like a YouTube video out there or something, but I feel like I would lose my mind at the pace. It would be insane. Yeah, I would not even want to like, even like yesterday, my computer was like, I didn't even realize the battery was almost dead. And I was just like, it was going so fucking slow and I was about to pull a what's his face from Natalia Grace and fucking throw that shit across the room. <laughs> Speaking of, did you finish Natalia Grace? I did. And okay. I don't even have any thoughts because I'm just like, what the fuck did I just watch? Like, I honestly think yeah. that's something you need to watch like five times to like fully understand what happened because yeah. I I don't get it. I could it rewatch it. So the only thing that matters is child or adult. Which one? Uh, man, I don't know. Because this is an argument that someone, like the neighbor chick even said, she's like, even if she was an adult, like she didn't, she wasn't though, because she didn't like even understand how to work a phone. Hmm she wasn't mentally all there I mean I think a thousand percent she was a child like I think in the photos if you look at her face it's very clear now I've watched a lot of little people over the years I watch a lot of TLC okay so I know what like young people little fit like young little people faces look like and older little people's faces look like I 1000 percent believe she was a child and the mom and dad are both some kind of crazy psychos and who is to say that there was pubic hair? Who is to say that she was on a period? This is all just what they're saying. Who knows? I know who's, that's so true. The that? There's I know no that's proof. so true. Because at, cause at one point, Michael got caught in a lie, I think, because he said that like, oh, the mom could have been making up the period thing. But then earlier he said that he witnessed the the bush himself. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, so now all of a sudden you didn't wit- witness that shit yourself? Like, mm-hmm. Also, know. that's weird. Like, I wouldn't call my husband in to inspect, inspect my child's private parts. Like, I cannot believe weird. they showed the pictures of the mom. Like, how she was, like, sending people nudes and shit. Like, I cannot I, believe they showed those. I literally didn't even think about that because in the group chat, you guys were saying, like, oh, this is, like, borderline revenge porn how could they show these photos they had to have gotten clearance from the mom or something I don't know how that was a possibility but I didn't it didn't even occur to me and then I was like yeah this is revenge porn you just blasted like your sex and your nudes for millions and millions of people to see I can't imagine she gave the okay if she wouldn't even be on the 
documentary to tell her side. I feel like if you send it through Facebook, that's their property. Facebook owns it. Yeah. Yes, you're right. So Facebook signed off on it then. Just like if you make a TikTok and it goes viral, TikTok can like use that in their commercials and shit and not pay you a fucking cent. That's what you're signing up for in the terms of agreement. Yeah. Social media is fucked. Yeah. There's a really funny South Park episode about reading the terms of agreement. And like, yeah. (laughs) Hilarious. (laughs) I, yeah, I, I feel like, I think the mom did not agree to be interviewed because she knows that her ex-husband is so unhinged that he would go and be crazy on film and that it would make her look better. I I truly believe that. And if we didn't have those Facebook, you know, messages confirming that she had abused Natalia and the nudes and all the crazy like sexual stuff, I think we would have been team mom but because we had those things, it really changed my perspective. I absolutely, I think she's a child. I think that something fucking weird with the mom and dad where they wanted to abandon her. I thought it was very interesting that when they had her reaged, they reaged her to 22, which is the age that you have to, where you're like no longer responsible for a disabled person or something. I think it was something like that. Something about the age of 22. And so oh, when shit. she was re-aged to 22, it was like, oh, you're no longer financially, like, legally responsible for this person, for their care. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The I, dad I, is, uh, like, I could watch a whole fucking show with Hitler's insane. following him around. He's insane. When he was, like, punching the ground in that fit, like, demonstrating how the mom allegedly beat her, like, that- oh, my god i was that seemed like overkill because if she actually beat her that way she would have been in (laughs) like a full body cast or dead the way that he was punching the ground that was (laughs) or or at the end when they showed him uh from that dude freddie gill or whatever his name was (laughs) how many pieces do you want your computer back in the producer's like please don't they're like sick of his shit they're like okay can we just like get the fuck out of here he's talking about like he is so good at eating a girl out that she like kicked him across the room or something yeah okay bud okay freddie sure um i the most interesting parts that i thought were the younger son or what were the brilliant son the incredibly intelligent son who was like in freaking college classes by like 12 and then now he's living came to live in waterloo by the way like ew what's what's i'm not canadian that was where that was where the that was where the university is it's like i don't know 40 minutes from me or something but he's like now he's he's a genius and he's living in his dad's unfurnished basement with his bed pushed up against a concrete wall like there there's some like fucked up shit that happened in that family and i the two robert durst moments were insane to me those were like probably the two most important parts of the whole docuseries and that was where the kid went upstairs and he forgot that he was miked and he's talking to his dad about how he's worried to say too much because he's like worried about what's going to come back on him and he mentions something about 
Natalia stairs. being like pushed down the stairs. Yeah. And his dad's like, you can't get in trouble for that. You were underage when that happened. So he's like, oh, okay. And then he's like, I'm such an idiot. My mic's still on. And then the last scene with the dad where he's like, oh, did you want me to cry? I could turn it on for you if you want. Like, <laughs> wow. I mean, they should have just named the the documentary "The Curious Cage Case of Michael Barnett" because <laughs> that's that's what this was to me. And then I I don't know if it was in the group chat, but someone was mentioning how there's going to be additional episodes that are like Natalia Grace's side of things. What? Yeah. Well, and they they found her biological mother, who was certain age, and. You know, the age that Natalia is truly believed to be, like, it, it just adds up. It's, I mean, she, I think her mother would have been like 10 years old when she gave birth to her if the, she was really in her 30s, as the Barnetts are saying. Oh so, and they had like a copy of her birth certificate and everything. And it's like, she was a child. Can you imagine being eight years old and living in your own fucking apartment by yourself? And the, all the neighbors were like, she was so annoying. She couldn't wait for us to come home. Like, yeah, she was an eight-year-old abandoned in an apartment by herself. I would probably be waiting on your doorstep when you came home so I could talk to you too. That's so, it's so Fucked. weird because like when we found out about this documentary, we thought it was going to be something completely different. Yes. And then now it's like about this just a f insane situation sick family the family was the sick ones it's crazy and the, they're showing that video of like remember that video that they showed where she's like on the couch in her apartment and michael found the donuts that she had hidden in her cabinet and he's like grilling her about how she got these donuts and she's scared and she's like kind of lying she's like oh they've been there kind of as a kid would lie if they were getting in trouble yeah and he's like i didn't get you those donuts blah 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 where'd you get them and she finally says like a neighbor brought them over for me and then he's like taking her phone and deleting all of her contact info won't let her contact the social worker like this is absolute abuse abandonment it's insane. Insane. Oh my god. He's he's a fucking character. Well, and there were a lot of like there was there were messages and I think that there were voicemails or recordings where the mom like acknowledged, you know, yeah, I beat her, she deserved it or whatever. Like sick. Sick. It's crazy. Yeah. And this poor little girl has been accused. I remember when this story came out in like 2010, 2011. And it was so twisted that they, the narrative was that she was a woman who tricked them and then threatened to murder all of them. And it was like the real life orphan. And this little girl has been branded as like a psychotic would-be murderer scam artist and she was literally a little girl the whole time who just wanted to be adopted and have a family what i wonder How if her i wonder if her dr phil episode is easily found i have well i don't know because i have dr phil episode saved on philo but it doesn't always have all of the seasons or all of the episodes because there's up. like a new episode every day so like yeah 
because I know with like my on-demand like you can watch it but you're you can't find like old episodes like they're only yeah. like the newest ones or whatever yeah I'm hoping and this was like 10 years ago 10 12 years ago when the story first broke is when I think when he had her on so we can look for it and it might be something that you pay like two dollars for and it's probably two episodes but that would be worth it to me I think Hell or yeah. it might be on YouTube it's probably on YouTube now that it's blown up again I haven't seen a good uh Dr. Phil episode in a long time. I'd be down for that. I always watch the catfish scammer ones. Those are always my favorite. Um, Speaking of catfish, do you want to talk about 90 Day Fiance? Because I am so glad you got me to watch this. Honestly, I feel like that season of The Other Way was kind of a bit of a flop for me. Um, It started out strong, but then I obviously wasn't as interested towards the end. But I yeah it kind of falls off like that sometimes yeah I'm hoping that this season doesn't because I was hooked right away from this episode and I'm genuinely excited about this season now Mm -hmm. um this episode started off like as soon as I turned it on I'm like you know ripping my vape pen I'm like gonna get all stoned and just sit my bloated ass down on this couch and watch this (laughs) gets hit with a fucking America's Got Talent level sad story the second the episode starts I'm like "Uh, what I was not expecting that yeah so I got this is the information from tlc.com for the new season the new season with the new episodes of 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days so we can kind of go through and then I'll put pictures and stuff and descriptions on our insta um So the first person is Amanda, who's 31, Louisiana, and she tells us this story about, I mean, this is devastating. Like, I, this is so freaking sad. Um, Husband wasn't feeling well. They've been together for a long time, married for X amount of years. He wasn't feeling well, went to the doctor, said everything's fine, blah, blah, blah. Then all of a sudden, they go back to the doctor. Oh, you have stage four cancer. And they give him like two or three months to live with chemo. And he's dead within like 10 days of his diagnosis. One thing that I will say is if you think that there's something wrong with you and a doctor is telling you that there's not, just keep going to different doctors. Mm -hmm. Um, A family friend of mine, she was only a few years older than me or I'm older than she was now, but she was having like pain just in her entire body and she was like young and healthy and fit and she would go to doctors and try to describe her pain and they thought that she was just a young girl trying to get drugs like painkillers so every doctor Mm. was brushing her off and then when she finally got a diagnosis she had bone cancer that had spread through her entire body and they said with chemo you'll probably only get like live an extra year or something if that and she didn't want to do chemo because she's like, no, I want to die with my hair. I don't want to lose my hair if I'm just going to die anyways. And, well, and people uh, get so sick on chemo. Exactly. And it, miserable. Yeah, it it deteriorates your quality of life by yeah. far. Um. Mm-hmm. So anyways, she passed away and everything. And um. so ever since like that story to me is just something that has always stuck with me. And I've I've heard different mm-hmm. stories like that about people. And it's so fucked up. So listen yep. to your fucking body and go to a different yeah. doctor. I was gonna say, you know yourself and your body better than anyone. And like, just keep going to doctors, keep going until you get an answer because 
it's just devastating when they're not willing to do any further research because they've made up their mind about you. Um, it's very scary. And I just can't even imagine just absolutely devastating. Um, so here I am so frustrated with this woman. A lot of people are saying, oh, you know, there's no guidebook for grieving. And what I think either I'm getting wrong or other people are getting wrong. Some people are saying that her husband died a year ago, but when I watched the episode, I swear she said her husband died earlier this year, which means he hadn't even been dead for a year when she started looking for this new guy. Cause she had already been with this guy for three months. So what was he dead? Like three, six months. Yeah, I your think so. love of your life soulmate that you've spent all these years with that you had these children with and now you're all of a sudden like on to the next one like <laughs> I have such a problem with that he's one. in heaven like really bitch I told you I wanted you to move on but not that quick not that fast <laughs> I know it's so funny because I tell Ryan like if any if if for whatever reason he's I'm absolutely not gonna die before him but if for whatever reason I do I told him, I don't want you to be happy. I don't want you to find someone new. I don't want you to go on living life. I was like, I want you to be miserable. I want you to cry yourself asleep at night and like just hold a picture of your beautiful wife when you go out to dinner alone. Like, that's what I want for you. <laughs> it's like that movie, Ghost of Girlfriends Past or whatever. Oh, isn't, I've never seen that, but that isn't sounds... That, isn't it that movie where it's like the, the dead ex-girlfriend like comes back to haunt him? It's like a comedy Oh, isn't it Uma Thurman? I don't really like her that much, so I never watched it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, but yeah, that's what I want. I don't want him to be happy without me. So <laughs> yeah, this this chick's ex-husband is literally, like you said, like, bitch, that's a little too fast for me. And she thinks it's perfectly fine. Like, this is mental illness. For There's me, something wrong with you. it's, um, you know, obviously like neither of us have lost somebody that way so whatever but for me and the reason I'm judging her is not for herself wanting to get over it but more just mm -hmm. because she has kids involved yeah. and the with the kids that's a whole other level it was their dad and you're bringing someone in from a different country and how traumatic that would you're, be you're, you're leaving them to go to Romania and their dad just died it's yeah, it's kind of These twisted. These kids are carrying around a box with the dad's photo in it that's probably full of his ashes. Like, are you kidding me? What? Like, it's it's honestly, it's giving love addiction, honestly. Like, she's, it's, it is, it seems like a love addiction, trauma response. And yeah, how traumatic for the kids. They haven't even had enough time to grieve their father, who hasn't even been dead for a year. You've already been talking having them talk to this new guy for months and you haven't even met him before like I'm just so upset with her because of the kids there's so much collateral damage here yeah oh god and he's some like guy that's some hot guy on tiktok shirtless or whatever it's gonna be a fucking disaster oh yeah and he's younger. He's only 26 and she's 31, like 26. And he's got all these followers on social media, sending him money and gifts on TikTok. Like this is not going to end well. Not at all. Um, There's this one uh, 
TikToker that I used to follow. I still follow him on Instagram. His name's Jake and Rich, and he's just like a hot dude on. I'm sure I've showed you him before. He's like uh-huh. insane body, like just a hot guy. And yeah. I remember on his TikTok lives, it would just be going like boom, 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 boom. People sending him gifts mm-hmm. because when you send a gift it shows your comment like big so they'll actually read your comment and he would be like uh thanks babe like thanks julie you're babe today and girls would just send him shit like crazy like Mm, i swear it's brilliant girls with like a hot guy are so much crazier than like a guy with a hot girl sometimes yeah yeah it's it's insane anyways that's what i'm picturing like this guy to do I wish I had the balls to do something like that, obviously. Yeah. I mean, hey, if you want to make money off your appearance and you're fucking make killing it, like do it. Of your home. Do it. I mean, we could go live right now and see what can happen. <laughs> oh God. Let's not. Like, I'm not wearing a bra. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to talk about Gino and Jasmine? Yeah. So did did you say now you've never watched before? I watched days, right? I watched their you, season. You did watch their season last When season. she ripped okay. off his hat. That was like that's like one of the most iconic. And he immediately moments. grabbed like that. another yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny because I forgot that that happened and then I saw someone posted it on the 90 day subreddit. They're like, Oh, I made uh-huh. a I made a gif of Jasmine ripping off Gino's hat. And someone's like, <laughs> Can I request that now you make one of him picking it off of the bag? So then the person did him just like pulling the new one out automatically i like i think that they should do a gif of like her ripping his hair his hat off and then when they were showing him with like the extensions taped to his bald head (laughs) he is such a fucking weirdo and so is she i truly think that she really loves him i don't know why Mm -hmm. and then they remind us that he sent photos of her uh-huh nude photos of her to his ex-girlfriend be like look at this hot piece of ass i'm banging and she lost her job over it i listened to a podcast with the girl that he sent them to when what? when the season was airing um yeah and she was talking about how jasmine like harassed her and was like you're oh, fat you're ugly you need to work yep. out all this stuff and I then believe that. yeah yeah i believe that and I totally um, forgot that any of that happened, but I was easily reminded when yes, when they yes. showed the flashback. <laughs> well, and the photo that they showed of her in her like teacher outfit, did that not look like the cover to a porn? Yes. She looked like a porn teacher, like not a real teacher, a porn teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's bad. I had a couple um, teachers in my high school that looked like that. Really? Yes, and there was this one, our photography teacher, he personally wasn't my type. I mean, maybe if I saw him now, I probably would have thought he was hot, but at the time I didn't. And he was like young, like in his late 20s, early 30s. And then, you know, in photography class, when you're like in the dark room and like it's literally pitch black and you can't see anything. One of the Mm -hmm. girls in my class like forgot that he was in there. And she's like, guys, the things I would do to Mr. Thompson. And he was like, what would you do to me? I will never forget that because I could just feel how humiliated she was. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's real bad. I would say the I didn't have hot teachers like that at my school, um, but I do remember. So when I was 
going through my divorce and um well actually before that when my ex-husband and I went to started going to therapy he was like oh there's this therapist that everybody at the um at the jail uses so I guess she specialized in like PTSD with service members and people that work at like um sheriff's office and police and stuff like that and so he's like oh I got a recommendation from somebody at the jail for this therapist and I think she can help me and he went to like his first two three sessions and he really liked her and then she wanted me to come in for a session and I walked in the door and I was like what the fuck because she literally looked like a porn star like long beautiful blonde extensions porn star glasses huge fake tits I mean pushed up like this like like I mean and fit and hot and like I was like shocked like it knocked the wind out of me and sat down and I just told myself Julie don't be crazy she's a professional like this is not some weird porno where like your husband's <laughs> fucking the psychiatrist like this is not come on like just be like hot people have jobs too you know what I mean like hot people have real jobs and this is hers this is her career and she's not gonna whatever so I'm like telling myself all of these things and then she's talking to me about how my husband has a porn addiction and I'm like when we left, I looked at him and I was like, do you really think this is the right psychiatrist to help you work through your fucking porn addiction? Like, what the fuck? So ironic. Yeah. I mean, like, good for her. Like I said, like, right, like hot people have regular jobs too, but Jesus fucking Christ. My old doctor looked like that too. Like long blonde hair, like yep. huge fake titties. So funny. There's a uh, an urgent care the next town over and Ryan and I call it the hot doctor. It's like the <laughs> doctor that owns. And it's so funny because I swear to God, anytime that I'm in like a Facebook group for that town or even this town, the next town over, and somebody says something and I'll say, oh, the hot doctor, people know exactly who I'm talking about. They're like, oh yeah, Dr. So-and-so over at blah, 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 urgent care. I'm like, yes, that's exactly <laughs> who I'm talking about. It's like a so, porn version of the good doctor. It's, it's like I'm the, you, the porn like, uh, spinoff. I'm telling you, the, porn parody. So the, the owner doctor is super hot. And then for a little bit of time, he had another doctor that worked when he wasn't in the office and she was a super hot blonde girl. And so Ryan got her once. So we always go like, oh, you, we need to go to the doctor. You want to go to the hot doctor? Okay, we'll go to the hot doctor. <laughs> hot people shouldn't have jobs like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How dare you be anything else but a it's stripper. Like I told that kid at Sam's Club that in the pizza department. I was like, I swear he looks just like Penn Badgley. And I told him like, you look just like Penn Badgley. I was like, I don't know why you're working in the food court at Sam's club, but I'm going to need you to get on your Instagram and like start modeling because it, things can happen for you. And the next time I went in to get pizza again, I was like, Hey, did you look up Penn Badgley? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, you look just like him. He's like, yeah, I, I saw it. <laughs> I was like I was hoping when I came back in here again you wouldn't still be back there behind the counter <laughs> just boosting people's egos no, I'm telling you that's what I do um anyway so by so then we have Riley who's 48 in Pennsylvania military veteran does something for the government now who knows um 
And he started, he fell in love online with Violet from Vietnam. Man, these men always go to like the most niche dating websites. Like, like what one used to be like Colombian Cupid was one they used to talk to a lot, talk about a lot. Like there's all these weird like niche dating sites, which had to be how we met her. Um, she's 43, so at least she's like age appropriate. She does not look 43. I was actually thinking she was in her 30s. Yeah. Like Asian skin, man. It's like not fair. Um he he hired a private investigator. I forgot about that part. The, Did they talk the, about like, that the on the show? Couple to me. I was kind of like, eh, I don't really remember. I just this remember is, him like talking to his friends and he's like, I'm not going to tell her I love her because every time I say I, I love her, they leave me. So, such a so I, I just give her the finger instead. Yeah, they, they flip each other off. That's how they express their um, appreciation to each other. And what an annoying, like obnoxious and immature thing to say. Like every time I say I love you to someone, they leave me. Like, what are you, a fucking middle schooler? Are you kidding like, me? Maybe you're not emotionally ready to be in a relationship then if you're in your 40s and that's how maybe. you feel. Maybe you should get some therapy. Yeah. Everyone on the show should get some therapy. Oh, Let's... yeah. Yeah. But it's like, maybe, like, did it ever occur to you that you're just a fucking weirdo and that's why people are leaving you and not because you said I love you? Like... Maybe because you flip them off instead of telling them yeah. <laughs> you love them. That might have weirdo. Yeah. Well, and then we've got um, Cleo and Christian. Now, I don't think we saw these ones. Yeah, no, we? no. Or was no, this we at haven't the very met them end? Yet. We haven't met them yet. Okay. We haven't met them yet, so we won't talk about them because I don't know anything about them yet. Um, David was born deaf. Um, we must protect this man at all costs. He like, seems like the sweetest man on the planet. And so far, Sheila, so David is 42. Sheila is 31. And they've been talking for two years, mostly through text message, because she's hearing impaired and he's completely deaf. And he's going to go visit her in the Philippines. Again, another niche, you know, America to Philippines, Filipino Cupid. There is a Filipino Cupid. So that might be it. Um, and they're going to try to get together. And she has a son, I think just a son or maybe a couple of kids. They I wish like I knew the... ASL. Yeah, I want to learn it. There's um yeah. I actually worked with a girl who ended up dating. He was actually one of her regulars and he would come mm -hmm. in and see her and he was deaf. And oh, yeah. they actually started dating and she learned ASL and like became oh. fluent in it. And like when he would come into the club and like buy girls drinks, she would like, you know, very smart sign language, everything. And then she ended up like getting married to him leaving the club and then she got like a career in asl like i don't know if she teaches it or if she just like works with it somehow but um it ended up becoming her career after that that so. isn't what a fucking story i know wow i know that's amazing i know um i am crossing my fingers but i'm thinking that this is the couple that we're gonna root for i think that they seem like they actually care about each other and their relationship could work from what I've seen what do you think I mean yeah I just think it's interesting because there's usually like language barriers on these shows mm -hmm. but the ASL thing just like adds a completely different element to it but I guess yeah. they both speak it but um so they have something in common yeah it's good foundationally um then there was so like, weird me... too because sorry that show switched no, at good. birth 
it's uh-huh. about deaf people like Marley really? Matlin's in it and there's like yeah and there's like this whole deaf thing in it and then Do I you remember, remember when like, she was like the it deaf girl like any she was show... on like every roast <laughs> any yes. show that needed a deaf person like she's your girl she was the one she's in that show and then I remember like wanting to learn ASL after I watched that show and I like downloaded an app wasn't she on seventh heaven was she I mean I would probably more than likely there was yeah I just gave up I should try to learn that again um what was Marley Matlin there was a deaf girl on seventh heaven yes she was she was on Seventh Heaven. I think. Wow. Funny. The it girl. The yep. it girl. Um, and then I don't think we saw this couple either. This one was um you know, now that I've closed out of my freaking page that I was on. Um Misha 43, Minnesota, says that she was She's a divorced Catholic convert who left her glamorous life as a TV journalist after experiencing a spiritual awakening in her living room. We haven't seen her yet. Yeah, we haven't seen her. And Nicola from Israel. That's going to, it seems like it's going to be another Nicole and Mahmoud situation. And then at the, I think at the very end, we saw Statler, who's in Texas. She's the one that is going to go basically sneak up sneak up on her um oh, on her long distance girlfriend from the UK who doesn't know that she's coming like that is fucking psycho who travels across the world to surprise someone they've never met before that's terrifying yep i think they just showed her at the end kind of i don't remember that but i do remember tyrae and carmela <laughs> mhm Now, this is maybe a little bit of a spoiler alert, but Ty Ray, we did see in the next time on, he's like sitting at a table waiting to meet this person, right? Yeah, we get a fucking catfish crossover. I know. The crazy thing to me is why would they tell him what they found out? Because we've seen potential catfish situations where the 90 day crew would go overseas or go wherever to help this person meet them and they don't show up. But I guess we've never had the situation where the person who shows up is not the same person in the photos. So maybe that's why they told him. I thought it was really strange from a production standpoint that they would give him a heads up about this. And the fact that they were saying like, if you don't want to use any of this footage, we will scrap it. That's crazy to me for a reality show. I know, but probably because they felt so like drama. bad for him because like, dude, he's a 33 year old virgin. Like I, mm-hmm. I felt so bad for him. And Hearing literally his mother. my first note before that even happened was she's not going to be real is she? Well, <laughs> oh, he, she Jesus. wouldn't, she would never video chat with him. Like it was a very obvious, like very like first two minutes of catfish episode, uh, very obvious but he looks like the sweetest person ever he learned to play the ukulele because he said no one ever looks sad while playing a ukulele he's a 33 year old virgin like you said he's caring for his mother i mean just the sweetest person now this is what i was going to say is we do see in the next time on or 
this season on that he's like sitting at a restaurant waiting to meet this person but he's the only person on TLC so they've got like all the little photos which the lighting is bad but they've got all the little photos of the the individual and then you know the couple so that's Gino and Jasmine he's the only one that only has a photo of himself and then it ends so there's no photo of him with anyone else so I don't think he's even in this person's even going to show up in my opinion. Um, but the, the production, they tell him like, Hey, well, it's probably going to be like a guy. I was like well, taking his they money. Oh, they, they did. That. They did. That's right. Yeah. They said we, this person is not who they said that they were. This is actually a man that you've been talking to. The crazy thing to me is That's like, a man, well, he man. must be kind of fluid because he agreed to go overseas to still meet this person. I just don't think they show up or I, they would have a photo of them along with all the other people. Well, he gets a free trip. And also. Maybe he doesn't I mean, want to seem like a homophobe. And I would want them. to confront the person who's like taking my money and pretending to be this woman, you know? Yeah. I would want to meet them and be like, just like catfish when they confront them. Like, why did you do what you did? true and i hope this person puts on like a good woman voice too like i love on catfish when they're like <laughs> but but i talked to a girl Remember yeah, that just one did my guy, voice like the- yeah he was so- really good at it really good that was iconic so i rewatched. um i went i was bored a couple weeks ago and i went back to the beginning of catfish and kind of just like went through some of the iconic episodes and i was watching um the one episode where the cousin catfished her cousin for like four fucking years the fat ass kelly price yes yeah she's like taking them down uh, like alleyways and like random houses and she's been part of the investigation she's there with them and then she finally like in the middle of this fucking alleyway is like should never call me a fat ass kelly price and that was it he called her a fat ass kelly price four fucking years ago and she created an alternate identity to catfish him and lead him down an alleyway to reveal it on national television. Like, talk about petty. I know. Holy I wish. Shit. I wish I cared about things that much. <laughs> I don't care about <laughs> anything that much ever. No. Oh my god. Yeah. So this is a catfish situation. I guess I don't think the person's going to show up. I feel like they would have gotten a photo of that, but maybe it was such a tumultuous situation when they met. It was such a disaster that they couldn't get a picture of them together. I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited to watch, though. It yeah. makes the show interesting. I love Before the 90 Days. It's such a good shit show. I love I'm it. excited. Do you remember when um, when Max like left Catfish to go film that movie that did really badly? And then he never came back? And then, no, he came back for a bit, but then he like left again. But then remember, they had like all the celebrity guests people for a bit and mgk did the one episode and he like lost his yes. mind on the person he's like it's father's day i could have been with my fucking kid and now you're playing with me it's like dude it's fucking catfish like obviously you knew there was a 50 50 chance of this happening well i think that, that situation was where they like didn't they conspire to get catfish to come follow them i feel like it was that situation I don't know. Oh, no, I don't really remember. 
Yeah, I remember him like yelling into the car and it kind of reminded me, I felt like it was going to be the real world slap heard around the world. Like he was going to reach into the car and smack that person <laughs> and they were going to drive off. <laughs> Wasn't that exciting, but it was still kind of funny. Oh my yeah. God. Uh, catfish. All right, girl, we are 20 minutes out from the Vanderpump Rules finale. You got to get your wine ready. I have to get my bingo card ready. What do you think is going to be this uh, reveal? Let's give our predictions before before we get think, into it. Um, If they say there's no way in hell, because we've been seeing a lot of pictures and videos of Brock and Sheena online. So there's no fucking way that Rachel and Brock have hooked up, even though I'm seeing that rumor on Reddit and stuff like that. I will scream. if that's what it is I will not be able to go on with life I, it will be the worst thing ever but I I do really believe that maybe the shocking thing is whatever Sandoval said and that the other thing which I don't think is that shocking is that this this has been going on for like two years or something this has been going on back into her relationship with this has been going on before or close to the proposal from James Kennedy. I think that's what it's going to be. So Alex Baskin, the show's executive producer, did an interview and said that mm -hmm. Rachel's not pregnant. It is something that she reveals in her confessional in the last five minutes. And he said that we just he said that the cast doesn't know about it. And by the way, the cast didn't get the episode sent to them beforehand, apparently. Yeah. And then he said that um, the only reason why he, the, the thing about not re-signing contracts was because he knows that there's going to be a reaction but mm -hmm. I don't think it's necessarily that like they don't think that the cast will want to sign up again like because even the cast La is signing on yeah even Lala when she was on the view she's like we're reality stars we love this shit like I don't know what it could be that we wouldn't want to sign our contracts the so. show this has peaked at season 10. They're going to be able to negotiate huge fucking raises. There's no way that yeah. anybody in this cast is not signing up for season 11. There's no way. They yeah. can get their their attorneys in there and give them like, they could probably negotiate like a 50% raise and get away with it. I think it's... The timeline thing seems like the most obvious, but yeah. then again, it's getting like so hyped up that if that's all it is, I'm going to be disappointed. Um, I hope it's something that no one's thought of yet. Like I've seen yeah. every theory in the fucking book, but I, I hope it's something that, <laughs> I mean, it better not be. I'll be devastated. Maybe she had a threesome with Schwartz and Sandoval. I mean, that was one of the ones that I thought, like, oh, maybe she fucked Schwartz, too. But then, like, who the fuck would care? I don't know. Because that would make people more mad at Schwartz again. Like, you were there. You literally saw them fucking and you never told anybody. You were a part of it. You were literally a part of it. I don't know. Schwartz yeah. did Jackson Brittany's podcast. And like, uh, I can't listen when they have guests. Like, I can't listen to a coked up Jax and a fucking cackling Britney talking over their <laughs> guests. Um, but apparently in the in the podcast, he said that he hasn't talked to Sandoval in a while. Whoa, good yeah. for him. So I guess we'll see, but we'll talk it's about it tomorrow. For justice for Schwartz. 
Hashtag, hashtag justice for all men. Yes. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, and tomorrow we'll be talking about this shit show. And I'm nervous and excited and have all the feelings. All right. Well, I'm actually so excited that I'm going to watch this on TikTok instead of waiting for the pumped up version on Peacock because I have to wait till tomorrow. And there's no way the internet is going to be broken tonight. And so I have to be a part of it. I'm going to watch it on somebody's shitty TikTok video just so I can be a part of it tonight. You want a bingo card? You let me know. I will send you a bingo card. Girl, after this, I'm putting my phone down for the night and not looking at it till the morning. All right. Not you're not gonna be want to be on like Reddit and Instagram and like I just told you I, I won't I don't do that shit until after no I mean afterwards after like tomorrow after yeah after oh, we geez, record like, the strength that, that you possess okay all right well tomorrow you guys we are going to be talking about this episode the finale the reunion finale um go to patreon.com slash resting bitch pod and it's five dollar level you're gonna get all three recaps of the reunion and there's a bunch of backlog on there already so check it out and thank you for listening check us out at resting bitch pod on instagram justine is at shore store pod and we will see you bitches later and leave us a nice review if you can too because we appreciate that that. we love you guys bye bitches bye